Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hopeful Moments Podcast. I am Hope Boykin and I'll be sharing some experiences, answering your questions, which will help me grow in my own strength and through truth and transparency, I pray will be a benefit to someone somewhere. You see, I need to be truly true to who I am, can, and am called to be. And I want every moment we spend together, every single moment to be full of hope. I'm ready. I hope you're ready. So let's talk. So I'm excited to tell you about something I've been uh, working on uh, for a little bit, and it's it all started with this. Um, I was charged with a task by a wonderful woman in the dance world, a creator, an innovator, and a founder of a wonderful dance company, to write a manifesto. Jawale Willow-Josalar of Urban Bush Women chose me to be one of five women um, as a Choreographic Center Fellowship candidate for 2018 and 19. Now, what that really means is that I'm being supported in the process of creating, in my process of creating. Now, this initiative was created to work with choreographers, creative artists, um, to support and nurture and help develop the process of what it means to make a work. So I will be able to really probe and search and investigate and find reasons and ask why and why and why again, all while developing and generating new movement to make a new work, if a new work comes or not. Now, wrapping my head around the opportunity to create without having to produce is extremely strange to me. I mean, we all live in such a product-oriented society, and I didn't realize how much process played a role in what creatives need to find, you know, like, like the chapters to build um, a solid foundation or to present a clear story. So I looked up process, and it is defined as a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. Being guided toward a process-oriented life instead of a product-oriented life and lifestyle is something I'm really learning is so very important for everyone, not just for people like me who call myself a creative. You know, um, I have several friends who are building businesses and they're all very different and all of them in one way or another have used the word process to discuss next steps, how they work with their coworkers or people they've brought on their team, um, how they want to make changes how they set new goals, all because process has opened their mind to find other ways or another way to see what could be done, how it could be done, how to be more efficient, how to get to the point of what they truly want to say in the world, how they want to change the world. You know, I, I look at, at it like the time I rented a car and it was the ugliest goldish yellow color, almost orangey. I can't even describe it. Even when I was trying to rent it, I asked if there was something else and I was forced to take it because that's really all they had and the size that I had. And I haven't stopped seeing that color car to this very day. It's been over two years since I rented that ridiculously ugly color car and now I seem to see it everywhere. I think process has been like that. You know, it's continuously coming up in my life now. I hear so many people talking about it. So... To get back to the story, um, Jawale Willow-Jo Zolar suggested I write a manifesto. Write a manifesto about you, Hope, as a choreographer. I said, okay. So, you know, how hard could this really be? I'd written a mission statement, so I sat down and I began to type. 
I began to think about how I see myself and what I feel I bring to the world as a dance maker. And I stopped and I started again. And then I walked away and I stopped and I started again. And I realized this is not going to be as easy as I thought it was going to be. So what do you do when you're not really sure? You Google. So I Googled. First, I checked uh, mission statement versus manifesto. And then I also looked up how to write a manifesto. So loads of things came up from that Google search, but um, one of the first things that stood out to me in particular was an article written on DYIMarketing.com by Tamara Kleinberg. And it started talking about the difference between a mission and vision statement and a manifesto. So it says, as you know, the vision defines where you are going and the mission describes how to get there. First of all, neither is inspiring. Secondly, in today's fast paced world, both the vision and mission need to be flexible. The vision for your business when you start will not be the same once it meets the real world. You will have to refine and alter how you think about your business. The same is true for the how. How you execute your ideas today will change drastically tomorrow, and that's how it should be. The best businesses are flexible and nimble. They aren't focused on the how and the where. Instead, they are focused on the why, and the manifesto is all about the why. The manifesto is your foundation. It is a set of beliefs you hold so deeply that they can't help but guide you. Your manifesto informs the decisions you make, the actions you take, and the trails you blaze. A manifesto is a way of life. I loved that. Can you imagine that that was just the introduction? (laughs) So if... The manifesto informs my decisions, the actions that I take and the trails I blaze. It has to be a way of life. Okay, okay, so it's a way of life. How do I write a way of life? How do I describe my way of life? So then I found an article on the Huffington Post website and it said how to write a manifesto in five steps. So who wouldn't choose a five-step plan for anything? But it really wasn't the five steps. It was the ease in which the article from the Huffington Post made it seem. Now, again, don't get me wrong. I don't mean easy because it's only five steps. But the way in which the article broke down the meaning behind creating such a work was just perfect. So I'm going to share a little bit of what this article says. Now, I'll add the links to both of these or I'll I'll make sure I write down uh, where I found them because I am not trying to take any credit for any of this, but I feel like it's so awesome. It's ridiculous if I don't share it. So how to write a manifesto in five steps starts out with simply put, a manifesto is a statement of ideals and intentions. And I'm thinking to myself, here it is once again, it's telling me that it's what I believe and how I intend to get to what I believe, which is the why, right? And then it talks about some of the famous uh, manifestos that we know about, and it brings up the Declaration of Independence, and it also mentions that Dr. Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech is in fact a manifesto. And then that really stood out to me because of the work that I created Um, that was inspired by Dr. King. So I got it. I got all of the things that he was saying. And then um, this also stood out. A manifesto functions as both a statement of principles and a bold and sometimes rebellious call to action by causing people to evaluate the gap between those principles and their reality. The manifesto challenges assumptions, fosters commitment and provokes change. 
Now, I think that's pretty awesome. Knowing that something can challenge an assumption, whether it's an assumption someone else has or something, an assumption I have about myself, it will force me to commit to what I have. I'm breaking down the barriers of assumptions that I'm breaking down and then provoke the change. I love it. I love it. Then it continues on and says, because of the power to provoke change, manifestos are embraced by creative and political types. But you don't have to be a writer, an artist, or a revolutionary to draw up your own personal manifesto. Perfect. Here comes the ease. Number one, get inspired. Read what others have written. Now, I did rear back a little bit at this because I was like, wait a minute, when I read what other people write, when I look at other people's choreography, someone sends me something and says, oh, I'd like you to choreograph something that looks like this. I think, well, why don't you ask them? Because you want me to do something that looks like the thing you're sending me, then that's no longer my idea. But um, it says that you can just use this as an inspiration to get a list of what people are doing and how they're doing it. And then there is a comment here. This is your personal manifesto. So copying someone else's defeats the purpose. So, okay, I did some reading and I got it. I understood how people took different aspects of their beliefs and, and their ideals and put them down on paper. Number two, make notes. Your manifesto should have three basic components, beliefs, goals, and wisdom. So it says, grab a notebook and write, I believe, at the top of a blank page and think of five or ten ways to complete that statement. Then on another page, write, I want to, and fill in the blanks with ways you want to change the world, ways you'd want to enhance your business, ways you'd want to make your relationship better. And then finally, you'd write, I know this to be true. And then you write down words of wisdom. Maybe not someone else's words, but think about something you've said to encourage someone else, something that someone said, oh, that stood out to me when you said this. Write those things down. Number three, write a rough draft. Using the notes you make, create a rough draft of your manifesto. It says it can be as long or as short as it needs to be. Perfect, because... I'm one of those people who has the word count on my word processing apps. And I'm like, okay, it says it wants 500 words. I usually try to get 502 or three, and then I can cut out some ands and whatever. But it says it doesn't matter. It says you can write in long flowing paragraphs or you can make a bullet list. Perfect. Once again, it's not limiting you to be like someone else. It's just saying be who you are. But here are your benchmarks. Here are your, here's an outline. Here's a way to make this great. So I'm just feeling really good about this process and my ideas are starting to flow. Here it comes. Number four, put it away, then proofread. Once you've written the draft version, set it aside for a day. Resist the urge to tinker with it. When you come back to it with fresh eyes, you may find that some of the statements don't even ring true. Cut out any instances of using the word try. You either do or do not, but there is no try. And while you're rereading, you'll probably also find some typos. And it says if proofreading isn't your forte, try using an automated proofreader. Well, I don't bother with an automated proofreader because I have an awesome friend that I send everything. And he takes time and he goes through it. Anything that's going to be published or posted, emailed, sent, he's always checking because I love commas and semicolons and dashes and I always use them exactly the way that I want them and he tells me no so that was number four put it away and then proofread 
Number five. Can you believe it? This is the last, the last lesson, the last way, the last idea on this list to help you write your manifesto. Get ready because it is truly the big one. Number five, live it. <laughs> I laughed so hard at this because I was thinking to myself, oh, these aren't the things we've done. This is what we're declaring it says a personal manifesto is a declaration of your core values. It's like a mission statement and an owner's manual for your life. So don't let it sit in the drawer or file you never open on your computer. Hang it over your workplace, put it on the fridge, make it your desktop background, or even print it on a, lam a laminated card and keep it in your wallet. The idea is to read your manifesto regularly, to reaffirm your values and remind you of your goals. I just love it. Keep in mind that your priorities and goals will change. The manifesto is a living document. So let it grow along with you as you press forward to follow your dreams. So I was able to take away so much from these two articles and I'm going to share with you what I've come up with, here is my manifesto. I am a creator with a voice. Most often my voice is used to encourage and uplift others in their pursuits and their visions. As a supporter and mentor, I am able to motivate through my actions and deeds. My movement language, another creative voice, speaks to my life, experiences, goals, and wins. I express life's experiences through movement that is abstract until color and context give it meaning. Meaning and purpose find its way toward a truth, my truth. Knowing I represent so many who feel underrepresented on stage is what continues to drive me past the simple and not so simple pleasures of performing, which has led me to understand the importance of my creative voice. I've been given several tasks to express without fear, to love without fear, and to dance without fear. I'm determined to fulfill each task. I no longer just show up for me, but I arrive and am present for those whose voices cannot or are not as loud as my own. As a creator, educator, motivator, and mover, I am called to tell the stories that have guided, directed, and kept me on this path. I am devoted to be my best. I am determined to be my best, my absolute best me, full of hope. So I believe it's really important for anyone who is thinking about how they can help change the environment around them, their community, make the world better. It sounds huge, but it really could just be what we try one day at a time. There's so much difference we can make at home, on our job, in our, in our personal lives. And I think this is a wonderful way to reset and hone in on what could be and should be our focus. You know, as I said before, process the word, <laughs> the work, and the meaning behind it all continuously comes up in my life now, like daily. I'm able to see through time, well, taking time, that is, that allowing space for my ideas to settle, walking away and coming back to an idea simply confirms that I do have a process. But what I'm doing now is that I'm adding and I'm finding the words to use to define my own way of living and my own way of creating my voice and my movement language. 
So remember this. The world makes crazy demands on us to be what we see around us, and we have to be reminded, which is why I say it all the time, that we are beautifully and wonderfully made. Now, what does your voice sound like? What does your manifesto say? What could your manifesto say? What are your beliefs and what is your call to action? You know, we want to be our best selves and maybe this is the way we can try it because we are putting our ideals and our intentions to work. So I think it's great that, um, that we can have this opportunity to reset and I hope you're able to try it. Oh, don't forget... There is nothing impossible for God. Thanks for joining me again for Hopeful Moments Podcast. <laughs>